Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second installment of Jam Ladies. I am your obviously sick host, Amanda, here with the regular stable of ladies. Laura. Zach. Mimi. And Irene. And we have our first special guest. We have the lovely Kim here. Hi, Kim. Welcome to Jam Ladies. Hi. Hi, Kim. <laughs> we met Kim by accident uh, after we saw Jam at Tokyo Dome. And we were sitting in TGI Fridays having a post-com con deep compression. I was making eyes at you guys and you didn't even look at me. I kept staring because I was by I was by myself at the time, and I was just like, "They're foreigners and they're wearing Kanjani things. I want to be friends." Uh, but she came up to our table and yeah, just started talking and sat down, and we can't get rid of her. Scariest moment of my life, but it was worth it. I I know you're so brave. To yeah. this to this day, I'm still astounded. Yeah, yeah. you're one of us now. Yeah. We should point out that. Uh, we are actually in Tokyo. We're in Chiba, actually. We are at the Tokyo Disneyland Resort, myself, Laura, and Kim, uh, because tomorrow is my birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just just a disclaimer. When I call my friends bitch, um, it means I love them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, the greatest of all being called bitch by Irene. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> so before we get into what everyone is dying for us to talk about, trust me, we'll get there. Let's get straight into the news. That's not the group. to Zach, who is creepily in our house right now. Uh, <laughs> being being hissed at by your cat. Yeah. yeah. Well. She, is, she is controlling everything because I really don't want to ruin everyone's listening experience with my voice. So, Zach, take it away with the news. So, a week ago, fine, Crystal fine. was released, and we have three versions of the Crystal um, single. So, the single includes the song Crystal for um, Nishikidirio's um, drama, Trace. That is a um, Getsuku drama under Fuji TV. And along with it, you have two other singles. Omegash and Saku Ima. Yeah. So those two songs, one of the songs are was written by um, the members, which the translation is like, there's a lot of um, shade <laughs> that just are the songs. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any scandalous meetings on Friday. Yeah, and she's he spoke too soon. <laughs> there we go. Um, what did what did what did Zach say again? Have a um. Uh, I, I hope we have another exciting, exciting week. Please, okay. Um, let's make a pact right here and now to never use the word exciting, because it can it can go it can go bad or good. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So going back to Crystal. Okay, and in addition to the the songs in Crystal, we also have a clip 
or clips um, from the Taiwan concert of Kanjani 8, which we have a special appearance of our two <laughs> members of Jam Ladies giving Rio the shock of his life. I was not pissed off. I, I was not pissed off. What are you doing, Laura? Are you sure? Are you sure, sure? Are you are you sure, sure Amanda? Amanda? <laughs> like, I realized that actually through the whole of Brightest, I normally dress appropriately, meaning I wear my image color. I wear an orange dress. Mm. I wear uh, what have you. All the way through Brightest, I actually didn't wear orange at all. I wore a green dress or I wore neutral colors. And I'm like, was Maru salty that I didn't, yeah, like, did, like <laughs> that I didn't wear an orange dress. So he was like, he got his own version of Final Cut Pro and mm. edited it together and found the worst clip of me he possibly could and put it in there because I don't know why I would be so pissed at the end of Skiamen. Yeah. Because I'm like, you, you tell us. I, I don't know. <laughs> and the funny thing is the spotlight was on you yeah <laughs> the funny thing was Am Amanda Amanda totally looked pissed and Laura was just like happy oh, I'm just like what, what the fuck is happening <laughs> again I, I just want to reiterate we were not uh, laughing at him we were uh, laughing at the situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I when I got the DVD I I got it just before, like, I, I, you know, I had to leave the house and I did a really quick skim through just to see what was happening. And it was like, oh, okay, there's, it's the first day. Great, cool, we've been spared. And then the second day loads and I'm like, oh, they wouldn't possibly, because they didn't put every song on the DVD. Yeah, they yeah. wouldn't possibly yeah, yeah. put this medley in there. And then, of course, it starts. And the first clip we, sh we see of Nishki is literally him spotting us and acknowledging us. And I'm like, fuck my life. Yeah. Fuck my life. <laughs> but there was also a part of it because we've been telling this story since when was Taipei? September. 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 We've been telling this story since September. It was just like, we told you. We weren't yeah. lying. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't like exaggerating no. for comedic effect. No. How do we feel about the, the song? Well, for me, Crystal is okay. It's um, they say some some of the people said that it's not really for a drama like Trace, but then it's quite cool. So who are who are those people? I will fight them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I would I would like I would like to hear Mimi's thoughts about this because uh, I think you were specifically comparing Crystal to to yes it's to hard not to compare <laughs> it's huh? hard not to compare with a second action song because uh -huh. it does sound like second action like when the preview went out people were tweeting uh ichiro yamaguchi of uh second action if he wrote the song because everyone thought he wrote it but he denied it yeah he actually well, yeah it, it sounds so, like a so, second action song so it actually like people were actually thought sounded so much like Sakan Action they tweeted the singer. Yeah. And yeah, they, they had to deny him. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but he added something, right? Yeah. Like, like I, he 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 would want to actually yeah, like, he wanted um, to, yeah. He wanted to write in the future for yeah. them. But we like why mm -hmm. would you need to write for them when they can make it sound like you? <laughs> <laughs> so so you think so is it a good thing or a bad thing, Mimi? I like Sakanakshon, uh -huh. so I should like it, but 
with Rio's past. <laughs> okay, what is what is with... Rio's past? What do you mean with Rio's past? Like he makes he makes songs. His solos sound like Acid Man's or God, I, one of his solos sound like Avril Lavigne's or I don't know whoever he likes. Fun Eight, Fun Eight sounds like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. So remember Mimi, like we were waiting for it. We kind of had a bet that eventually one of them was going to crack and was going to really give, give it away, give it away. Yeah, away. yeah. And they did. And all corrupt. The next day was DVD filming day and they were back on their best behavior. <laughs> yeah. Because Johnny's didn't want a lawsuit. But yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, in defense of Ennis Katie, um, well, I don't know if it's in defense or if I'm just a stan. Yes, I'm a stan. <laughs> uh, no, but like, um, you know, singers in, should I say Hollywood? Do they say Hollywood for singers in America? Like, okay, I'm going to mention Ariana Grande and her recent single, Seven Rings. And it's like, um, I actually heard it for the first time. Like, what? When I first heard it, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like that song from, um, what is that? Sound of Music? My favorite things. It's my favorite things. And it's like, it sounds exactly like it. And, you know, it, it's a thing that um, American singers in particular do. Uh, I, I, I don't know why. No, they can sample. Yeah, sample. It's called but, sampling. Yeah. So I think it's, all, it's almost the same. Like, I, I think um, I don't personally, because I know Rio. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, like, um, I don't think he's stupid enough to actually, like, plagiarize something and I think him being the nerd that he is like he sort of researches on it and tries to find loopholes so I'm kidding <laughs> Maybe. yeah I, I would agree that I think people um think it doesn't fit Trace because in a way I think they're expecting more of an Arashi sound which by the way people also said Crystal sounded like Arashi uh, I'm just gonna point out uh -huh. songs that don't fit dramas I sound Ace Down do not suit the drama that it was a part of. What song was that? was the theme song for the Kagi drama with Ono and Erika Tora. Tora Erika. You don't even remember it, but it doesn't fit it at all. No. Like, it'd be like this. It'd be like Ono with these glasses and he's like, you know, trying to crack a safe or a door or whatever the plot of that drama was. And it would be like, uh, uh, uh. Supernova next to the door, and you're like, "What?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work at all. Yeah, um, like, and like also, guys, next to the door. This is Johnny's. This is Johnny's. We're talking about. They literally do not sing songs that fit dramas. If you think about it, it just they just have their own Johnny sound. Do you guys remember the song Cannonball? Uh -huh. Yeah, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that song. It's my fucking jam, but it is like Cartoon came in and mm -hmm. stole their souls or something. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yes. Next on the not on our news, not the group. Yes, um, Hina's show. <laughs> there you go. Uh -huh. When you say show, you mean Budai? Yeah, it's like the CEO thing for him with Kiss My and West uh, members. So wait. So um, Hina's Butai will be um, in the first week of April, right? 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's quite fast. Yeah, I mean, they announced it in middle of March, and the butai will be in April. So mm. they're doing it fast right now. But it came out also the news when um that fateful Wednesday of Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, "Oh my God, we've got an email from Johnny's. We got an email from the Count Johnny fan club." Oh. And it's like, oh, just Hina. It's Hina. Hina's like, stop getting more money from us. We had lunch with our Hina-tan today, and uh, she only knows one person who hit, and someone on my Instagram hit. And so there's a conspiracy theory that perhaps the people who hit were actually people under 30, because uh, her friend that hit is quite young, and uh, the person that I follow on Instagram is also quite young. She's like, 1998 line as they say here so maybe they only want kids at their shows who knows but Hina apparently is only going to be at the very start of the show and then he's going to piss off and do CEO things like golf and fuck his secretary yeah uh yeah fucking CEOs do pretty much none of us are salty old women with jobs um so it's kind of not worth it considering that resale tickets uh, at the moment are sitting at uh, 115,000 yen at, at the bottom price and people are buying them. So it's just, yeah, our Hinatangos. Yeah. The, when I looked at tickets, um, it said, you know, they were like Jugoman and we were, we were all just like, wait, no, no, you must be misspeaking. You mean 150,000 yen? And she's like, yeah. And we're just like, mm-hmm. okay. The 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 guests or the the members of the other groups will just show up on yeah. specific So you don't even days. know if like... Who shows up on what day? That sounds like more trouble than it's worth. <laughs> we're moving forward. We have another yep, butai um, news butai. that came up um, within the last two weeks it's yoko's Ooh. yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. Yay. yeah. yoko's gonna play so yoko <laughs> yeah. my my thoughts um it's gonna be only in tokyo so i have to go to tokyo and it's going to be all in, like, old-timey language. So I'm going to be sitting there like I don't know what the fuck anybody is saying because I have trouble understanding Yoko just when he's speaking standard Japanese. So, like... Burn! Burn! <laughs> I do! I do! I can only understand him when he's speaking Kansai-ban. Like, it's just... It's it's very difficult. So I am annoyed that I'm going to have to, like, pay to get on a fucking Shinkansen to come to Tokyo and then pay to, like, see a play that I'm probably not going to understand just so that I can look at Yoko. But obviously I'm going to do it. Yeah. What do you think, Kim? Uh, same. Uh, <laughs> but you don't, ha- don't, you don't have to Shinkansen. take the Shinkansen. I can go, go on this night. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have dates yet for the show in Tokyo, but it's going to be in Tokyo Globes. Yeah. yeah. So it'll have some stupid novelty that I have to buy, like, five of. Woo-woo! Can we all remember when Mara was Macbeth and the novelty (laughs) was a perpetual calendar where he has a fish on his head at one stage and there's one that just says, don-don-don-don-don-don-don-don-don-don. Like, Macbeth, Shakespeare, sure, they go together. 
Alright, what's next? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. The last piece of news and probably the most important for us is that we are getting a 15th anniversary tour. The reason we got these dates a month and a half early before getting balloting information is pretty much the topic of tonight's episode. So let's get into it, shall we, ladies? Are we ready? But just to mention the name of the tour is Jugosai, which means 15th fest- festival, basically. Gosai means festival. So the tour is a bit of a haphazard schedule. Uh, we're starting July 14th in Hokkaido as per usual. We then move July 19th to the 21st to Nagoya. July 27th to 29th, Osaka, August the 3rd and 4th, Fukuoka, and then for some reason, for the first time ever, we're doing all final in Tokyo. And it's bizarrely September the 1st to, yeah, September 1st to September 3rd, Sunday to Tuesday. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people in this chat calling in sick. (laughs) So, welcome to episode two. Where unfortunately we're getting serious and we're getting serious quicker than we wanted to. But this week we are going to be talking about rumors, fandom, and behavior. This probably, we sound like strict school moms. We are, um, well, we could be moms, but we're not. <laughs> I could be Marius's mom. Yeah, I could, I actually could. I could be his. His whore of a teenage mother. I wouldn't have graduated high school probably, but anyway. So on March 6th, that was a Wednesday, hump day. Everyone was having a pretty peaceful week. And then suddenly, um, Bunshun, uh, that's Shunkan Bunshun. Um, it's a gossip rag. It's a shitty gossip rag, but um, a very popular one. A, si- a shitty gossip rag that hates Johnny's. Yeah, okay. So there's that. Um, released online article. This is online because the real article in the magazine was released the next day, March 7th. And the article basically said in, a, in the headline that Nishikido Ryo of Kanjani 8. Wait, no, that's not right. Nishikido Ryo will leave Kanjani 8. That is the headline. And it, it was, um, the way it was written in Japanese was not like in a question mark. It's like they declared that Ryo was leaving Kanjani, which um, is shitty of them <laughs> because it's not, you know, they, they were, um, they wrote it basically as not a rumor, but as, hey, bitches, we have firsthand information that Nishikido Ryo of Kanjani is going to leave Kanjani and Johnny's or, or something like that. Um, and interestingly enough, March 6th is also when Crystal was released. Yeah. Speaking from a personal point of view, I was still working at the time. Um, the article was released like 5 p.m. or something. So, you know, I started, um, my phone sort of started getting notifications and stuff like that, that there was something happening. And then I took a peek and it was like, fuck you, Rio. Really, you could have just wait for one more hour. <laughs> So I can focus on your fucking like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. So anyway, and also, um, funnily enough, at the time, I was planning on going to Tower Records to buy my Crystal single, which I still did. But it was with a very weird feeling and sort of a heavy heart that like, oh, no, there's this rumor that this act that might be true. Because as you all know, we were 
screwed over by one Shibotani Subaru. No, sorry, not screwed over. <laughs> we love you, Subaru. Um, yeah. So yeah, as you all know, almost um a year before Friday published this quote unquote rumor that Subaru was leaving Kanjani Eight, which we all sort of maybe brushed off, and turned out to be true. Which is exactly the reason why we were all freaked out when this Nishiki rumor came out. Yeah, so let's talk about what we felt <laughs> when we all saw the rumor for the first time. The real rumor. Um, I was just honest. Yeah, I mean the Nishikido fans here. You're obviously the one that people want to hear from, but... I was honestly just very confused. I, I, I was in that that mindset where it was kind of like, you know, when your mum goes to the shops and you really wanted to buy you a chocolate bar, so you say, "Oh, mum's not going to buy a chocolate bar," and then mum buys you a chocolate bar, and you're like, "Yes, I aimed for the the worst scenario, and I got a better scenario." So I was kind of in that mindset because I was kind of like. This doesn't make sense. From the outset, it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, it didn't, it, you know, we had had an entire year and an entire tour where this person had stood in front of us and told us that he was the one that was going to get us through us, that he was going to make sure that the, the, the band got through it. You know, the, there's the infamous now J-Webb from Subaru, his last J-Webb, where, you know, he, he quotes... Nishki is saying that he is going to be the one to, to propel Kanjani 8 forward into the future. Okay. So I was very, very confused, but I was kind of also thinking the worst because Nishki was that chocolate bar. So it's like if my mum went to the shop to buy me a Nishki and then yeah. didn't come home with a Nishki, then I'd be like, oh, it's okay. What a terrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I would no. love a Nishki bar. <laughs> Do I would know like a saying, Nishiki though? bar. I would eat the shit out of the Nishiki bar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I was just incredibly confused and mm -hmm. I I don't know him personally. I, I only mm -hmm. know him from uh, his persona or, or what we're mm. allowed to see, but I, I don't think that he's a very good – well, frankly, I don't think he's a liar – I don't think he has it in him to be a very good liar. Mm -hmm. And um, I I don't think that he could have, he couldn't have done this mm -hmm. for this long. He could have pretended to, to care or give a shit if he was suddenly just going to up and leave. Mm -hmm. And from a completely business standpoint, the back of my mind, the adult part of me that pays bills and what have you mm. was like, they own every single song that he's written, so he would lose all the rights to those songs. Mm. The moment Subaru left, they would have put the six of them in a room and put them on a contract with extremely high salaries, perks up the wazoo. Mm -hmm. Like and, there's no um, way that they... And airtight, probably really airtight contracts. I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So that's kind of how I felt. The fact that they said in the article, they cited one of the reasons that he was leaving was like he was fighting with Yoko and Hina. And that yeah. made me really furious because I was like, that's his mom and dad. Leave them out of it. Um, 
And honestly, I just, I didn't believe it. Like, I didn't think that it could be true because it didn't make any sense. Like, after everything that we'd experienced and after everything that he said, like Amanda said, I don't think that he's a liar in that way. Um, <laughs> like, I mean, he, he might very well be a liar about like small things, but he doesn't, he's not, you know, like he's such a credulous person all the time. Like you can see what he's thinking and you can see what he's feeling like right on his face. So right, right, exactly. I don't think that he would be able to go out there in front of us every single show of that tour and say mm. the things that he said and act the way that he did mm. if he had one foot out the door. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. So oh. Kim, Kim being um, sort of the impartial, impartial person. I was just waiting for an official email mm -hmm. from Johnny's <laughs> if mm. something was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. No, so, but um, like when you heard it, like what did you first think where you're like, or your earth stance was immediately, oh, I'm just going to wait for an official email. Yeah, I think I was like, oh, I think if something happened, like, one of my friends would message me or something. Mm. <laughs> you have such faith in your friends. That's on you, Laura and Amanda. <laughs> That's on you, Laura and Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Zach, how about you? Um, well, on that time, I didn't really have time to react because I still had a class when I saw, I just glanced at my phone and then it's like, okay, need to focus first and then do what I needed to do. Um, initially it's like shock and worry because, um, we know that he has his own life. I mean, he's the one always out at the door every time the concert ends and it has his own thing to do. So it, the possibility of him leaving, doing his own thing, is not really, or th there is a possibility for it. Mm -hmm. And um, this rumor has hit us before. I mean, this kind of announcement and so on, as he said, has hit us before a year, a, a year mm -hmm. before. And mm -hmm. it's just goes. I'm my my head just goes back to the time that we were like laughing at it, the the thing mm -hmm. with Subaru, and then right. come Sunday, everything crashed. So mm -hmm. it's like I don't want to take it lightly. Also, as, as even though in my mind I know that there is, um, I mean there is no reason for him to leave, mm -hmm. because of everything that has happened the past year. But then mm -hmm. there's still a big chunk of me who is doubting my belief mm -hmm. in him also, yeah. and that's why I was like, um, my stand was out of sight, out of mind, until the. Mm -hmm. Until Sunday comes. Until Sunday mm -hmm. is over. They came. Until or, Sunday came. Yeah, well, at that time, when that Wednesday, uh -huh. until Sunday comes, I'm going to have the stance of, we're the, I don't want to worry about it, so I don't want to look uh -huh. at it. I don't want to see it. Um, Since uh -huh. I know it's going to be a... Subaru leaving is already a big heart heartbreak for us uh -huh. fans. But then uh -huh. with Rio, if he's leaving not only Kanjani 8, but Johnny's and so on and so forth. That's a bigger hit for me and also mm -hmm. other real fans, like the two of you guys. Because we've been there. We've been there since news. We've been there for everything. Oh, and just to mention, we've been there when he left news. Yeah, so so I think um this, uh, in a way, sorry, this rumor is also sort of feeding into the whole, oh, Nishikido did it once. He can do it again, kind of, um 
No, I think that Nishikido did it once. Did he can de- do it again? It's not really the same comparison as what's happening right now, since mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons why a lot of people also put weight into this is because of what happened to um Arashi and what happened to Takitsubasa, what happened to Subaru, and even goes back to Jin. Will. Who who was mentioned in the rumor, by the way, you guys. He was mentioned that uh, Akanishi Jin, despite having degenerative lumbar whatever, is triumphant because he's succeeding in luring away Johnny <laughs> from the company. <laughs> yeah. For this, like, um, you cannot say that he want he he won't be envious of his friends. Like mm. Yamapi has his own thing alone, and Jin has his own thing. And then for sure, for sure, he has other friends in the music industry who's going solo. Can we point out that this was the guy who only left news because Yamapi called a meeting, mm. and he was basically given an out. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, and what are you planning to do? Oh fuck yes! Finally, I have I can do this without any repercussions. <laughs> like he's yeah. ob- he obviously is someone who really cares about not hurting people mm-hmm. um you know i think people might view him as being a bit of a pushover sometimes but i think that if he went solo he wouldn't have anyone to hide behind yeah and something that he, he really exactly mm-hmm. yeah and i think i i think that he he actually gets a lot of power from being in a mass as opposed to being by himself mm-hmm. i don't yeah. think that I don't think he could stand in front of... Actually, no, we've seen him stand in front of 55,000 people in dead silence. And go, so (laughs) 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 And be awkward, incredibly awkward. I agree with everything you've said. Like, it shook us up. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, we would have just brushed it off. But... mm, as with other rumors, you know, you take it with a grain, a bucket, three kilos of salt. But again, uh, I had like um, an epiphany. Wow. <laughs> when um, I just realized that, like what happened 2018, Johnny's exodus. It's like, we, I think, uh, I really do not know them no matter how much I think I know them, like no matter what, what I hold, what, what opinions I have of them, it's like, because this is work. This is work. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for they them, for them, work. for them. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's their job. Like, like, you can quit your yeah. job. Yeah. Like, people retire after 10, 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And they're, at that age, they might want to live their lives or whatever. So Hi, Subaru. I mean, sup? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like after a decade, I yeah, want yeah, something yeah. else. Like even right. at the peak of your career, mm-hmm. you can choose to go. You, you find something else that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. I mean, as an adult, mm. we... I think most of us understand that as adults. Because mm-hmm. right. like, if, if this happened like yeah. 10 years ago, we'd all be, no. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we, we understand how adulting works. Yeah. So, I mean, if, I think... if he does leave, 
if he stays or whatever. I think, you know, keep an open mind. So the first question is, where does this, where do these rumors come, come from? Imaginations. <laughs> Can be. Fan fiction writers of Jinshin. Well, I think, I think it's important to note, like, the the Subaru one was Friday, right? And this was Bunshun. And Johnny's has a relationship with Friday, and Bunshun has it out for Johnny's. So Friday is the one that gets fed one scandal to take the heat off of another scandal. Bunshun is the one that just, like, wants to watch the world burn. And I think there was something that I, I kept seeing was people going, well, Johnny's has to address this. Johnny's has to address this. And it's like, no, they won't address this. They'll ad- they will they won't. They're not going to say, yeah, he's not leaving. That's not how it rolls, Yeah, you know. So I think as um, long-time fans, wow, as if I consider myself one. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I think basically Laura maybe and even Mimi can um, speak for this that Whenever there were rumors, yeah, Mimi, don't make that face. <laughs> Whenever there are rumors about whatever, when it comes to Johnny's, they never, never, never say anything about mm-hmm. it if it mm-hmm. is not true. You cannot say, oh, Johnny should acknowledge this. No, they mm-hmm. will not. They will not. They never deny. <laughs> Yeah, I think the closest that you get to an acknowledgement is the fact that we got the tour announcement yes. a month and a half before we actually will be balloting for it. Yeah, I think it's really important to point that out that uh, that does not happen. Usually when a tour is announced, mm-hmm. uh, what happens is as fan club members get a useless piece of paper in the mail. Yes, uh, it didn't used to be useless. Yeah. Um, and it usually, it all happens within about two weeks, yes. give or take. Yes. This is your confirmation from Johnny's. This was them saying, and this is them saying that at this stage, Nishikiro Ryo is staying in the group and they're mm. going on a tour. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Last year, obviously, we had the tour announced around the same time. If you if you step back and you look at it with a knowledge of how the rumor mill works in Japan, uh, Friday was fed the story about Subaru mm-hmm. to cover another story. We're not going to go into that. That's really none of our business. That's a whole nother fandom's issue. Um, it was quite a big story that had to be squashed. Subaru, we believe, was supposed to be a part of Greatest, because why would you be celebrating 14 years as a group when 15 was the next year? So they had all these promotional photos in front of uh, the airport, which obviously that meant that Taipei was underway. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, that sort of stuff. All the So Subaru was supposed to be a part of Greatest. I will stand by that from... The contract went to the end of Exactly, the yeah. Mm-hmm. So he... I think he was supposed to be at greatest. I believe that Taipei was supposed to be his samurai song, let's say that. Um, the pen light had red in it. The baby had a penis. We all know where that came from. Um, but the most telling thing is is that he was paid until the 31st of December 2018. He received a paycheck until 
December thirty first, two thousand and eighteen. So. And all the, the other commercials and stuff still features exactly. Zubato actually. Yeah, when airing. So on TV. he, there was obviously something in his his contract. You look at his solo stuff. You look at Misono Universe. They were projects to keep him occupied. He had one foot out of the door. I always felt when I mm-hmm. joined the fandom, mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm I'm a very pragmatic person. I tend to to view things not as black and white. There's shades of grey and everything, but I do believe that they gave him these projects. It didn't work out. He said to them, "If you you fuck me around one more time, I'm out." They fucked him around one more time. They threw him under the bus to save someone else in his company. He said, "Peace." They let him go. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. It's not a case of. They're hiding things from us or they're doing this or they're doing that. This is literally a massive, all-encompassing company that does not have a Twitter presence. It does not have an Instagram presence. It only recently got a semi-YouTube presence. It only recently gave you the ability to join its fan club online. And even then, you can't use a credit card. You still have to use an ATM. It only recently gave you the ability to change your address online. It's a very, very analog company. And at the end of the day, they're not going to come out and dispel a rumor about Okra having set beds on fire <laughs> any more that they're going to dispel rumors mm-hmm. about you're leaving, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that that's really important. And we're not talking down to people who, who have, who have actually, yeah, who panicked yeah. and... Yeah. um. It's it's just more giving people what we want to tell you is that it's okay to react how you react, but it's also important to remember that if you are using social media or if you are someone that has a platform, that you need to be careful with what you say, mm-hmm. because yes, a lot of a lot of people, and all of us are guilty, for lack of a better word. All of us have used this group as a crutch in bad times. They've gotten Mm -hmm. us through some rough patches. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. fine. That's fine. But the moment that it becomes hazardous to your health. I think there was a lot of reaction online that was just really intense. Making things worse. Um, Right. There was, you know, it was creating this perpetual motion machine of panic that everyone was joining in on and you know it's understandable that we all are a little bit raw after what happened last year right right but you know throwing around like oh we all have ptsd or you know that kind of thing like we need to be cognizant of the way that we talk about these things and the way that we discuss our feelings and do it in a way that's helpful and supportive to each other and not just making things worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Because I think, you know, rumors come out all the time, you they know, do. and usually they, they, they end up just being, you know, some funny Twitter memes, but, mm. you know, like the, the bicycle one or, you know, Okra setting beds on fire, but you know, I think that there was there was a grain of, you know, 
remembering what happened last year to this one that made it seem a lot scarier and it just started to really gain momentum like I was really surprised at how big it got like I you know it all it came out on that Wednesday and I was like oh well this will blow over and it wasn't blowing over and it was you know it was like people were really getting intense about it yeah even normal people here in Japan actually Mm -hmm. are concerned uh, the thing with um, actually reacting to these rumors, while I think I can speak for all of us, we encourage, well, not encourage, like, it's okay, we think it's okay to react however you want to react. What I do not like is reacting in such a way that it causes panic. To other people, yeah. And um, it's sort of a snowball... Um, avalanche kind of thing that is no longer healthy for any of us i think so um yeah you can you can you can feel like bad like if that there are rumors like these but to actually go out there and um have dare i say ridiculous conspiracy theories about this well we do we do actually you know ladies have our own theory johnny's dead (laughs) that's a whole johnny johnny is just a robot johnny is a robot and um social media is something that is very um it spreads like wildfire whatever you say on social whatever you say on social media is already out there you can delete it people might have screen can't take it back yeah you can't take it back so you have to be super responsible especially if you have a lot of followers actually people relying on you yeah and um i think um in if you if you really have doubts and stuff you can always reach out in um, DMs, mm-hmm. direct messages, and stuff like that to your close friends or to I don't know to to to, to any to any fan you think you would feel com- comfortable talking about this, instead of blasting your thoughts out there in a sort of irresponsible way. Some people has a lot of followers and even international fans rely on some other fans to give them news because like yes. they're not really fluent yeah. with the language yeah, and true. also into the are up to date to everything with everything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like um before, I mean, if you have that footing of a good of a good following or something like that, mm-hmm. that's the time you need to really be cautious also of what you're feeling. And also just as what Mimi said earlier, she took a step back. I mean, she she has an epiphany. Is this a rumor that I that I can believe in? Is there something backing mm-hmm. this? And then just take a step back. Not really yeah. um tweeting tweeting in a, your initial mm-hmm. reactions because um sometimes as in every case, taking a mm-hmm. step back giving yourself time like an hour even before tweeting or something right, will right, make right. you realize a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. if you feel, and we're touching this already because venting out in Twitter, venting out in social media might only be the um, the only platform that only these avenue, people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. these people yeah. can actually share their feelings because like mm-hmm. some people might be closeted, quote unquote, mm-hmm. of how they feel about idols. 
and they have no one else in their real life to talk to about it and people on yeah, Twitter yeah. are the only ones that they can reach out to but they haven't but at that point, you can use DMs you know you can I think especially if you're an account that is imparting a lot of news and has you know that kind of clout as it right. were like I think that there's a responsibility to separate your personal feelings from what you're reporting as news because if people believe in you and people trust you they're gonna say oh well this this account that I really trust is talking about this rumor so it must be true it must be credible and that's how it spreads if you're not feeling well if it makes you already feel bad things or panic or do something else um, ask what I did before or something it's like out of sight, out of mind, step back. You need to prioritize yourself first, right? right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Your health, your life. And I would yeah. just like to point out that, guys, this will not be the last shocking rumor. No. That yeah. there will be. No. Yeah. And yeah, let us just all remember that this is their job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah, conceit yeah. Of, of idols is that they're, you know, literally the word, they're idols. Like, they're yeah. objects of worship. So yes, yes, yes. They're not supposed to seem like human beings, you know. They're not supposed to, like, poo or whatever. But, like, yeah, they're, they are allowed to fart, <laughs> but, no, that's you why know, I but it's like... Because they're yeah, not... You know, um, they're human. I think it's really important to point out... If you've never seen a Japanese tabloid, it's a completely different kettle of fish than what you're used to. It's not the National Enquirer. It is not Star Magazine. It is not uh, New Idea. That's an Australian women's tabloid. They have a girl with her tits out and then a bunch of bullshit on the cover. And it is absolute just putrid bullshit and it's not just about artists it's about politicians it's about public figures it's about whoever they can just hook into at that time and people buy these magazines men buy these magazines because they have the gravier models and then women buy these magazines because it's got this gossip in them there are there are very few instances where you can clearly say oh, this is a completely true situation. And the only one that comes to mind for me is actually when Koki left and the pictures of his dick were leaked. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? And that was leaked to a tabloid called Knuckles, which is literally the worst tabloid on the face of the planet. Um, So we can't. You, they're a completely different. They're a completely different tabloid to what the West is used to, and you know, these people are untouchable. Frankly, um, they are. They project an image that we have all attached to. We all like Kanjani at because they're hashtag real, but at the end of the day they are quite high up on the totem pole. There's no rumors that we can have about Arashi anymore because they're leaving. So what's the next 
clear target. Oh, Kanjani, let's do that. The group that has the next highest number of fan club members yeah. is Kanjani. Well, see, I guess for me, like, I can't read Japanese, so I didn't even know about Zudo until I saw someone put on Twitter the article, but then I couldn't read it. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, Google Translate. Because I first thought it was, like, some scandal with a woman when it was posted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, is he is he with another woman now? Or? Nishikido Ryo, Jose ga daisuki. is my favorite. Yeah, like, oh, my God, like, guys, tell me Oh, my God, he I likes women. Really? Like, I'm, I would be more concerned if a headline came out that was, like, Nishikido Ryo, secret misogynist, hates women. Like... I would actually like to point out that because of this rumor, it's sort of shit on Crystal, which, again, as I've said before, I really loved. So, like, instead of, you know, instead of focusing on the rumor, like, actually go and listen to Crystal uh, because it's awesome. Enjoy what they have produced and what they've put out there for us. Yeah. Not what's trying to capitalize Uh on their fame. That's why we have to take the rumors with a grain of salt yes. every time. Every because time. if it's anything like the entertainment world here, mm-hmm. sometimes the managers of the artists themselves, they put out the rumor as a form right. of promo. Yeah. To get yeah. people talking about the artist. So right. it could be something that Johnny's themselves... Uh, mm. They 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 release the like fake rumors or whatever. Right. Part yeah, of yeah, promo. Yeah. Exactly. Another thing is just let's be there for each other. Um, mm. a- aside from fandom, um, and being kia out of um to uh, towards our um idols. There's a community that is being built every time, right? So yeah, or find your own circle that you can trust. Yeah, you don't have to be friends with everyone. Find just even just a certain group, even just one person, yeah. you yeah. can totally be friends with. That is totally fine. When we say rely on aiders, yeah. When we say rely on aiders, we 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 don't really mean like you know like like the entire because there are some aiders probably who will not be agreeing with what are with what we're saying right yeah. and that is totally that is totally okay <laughs> you have to have your own opinions so yeah just find find your own um tribe <laughs> make them your support group to talk you talk you through everything like what's happening yeah. may it be good yeah. or bad that's the best way to deal with these kinds of things someone to talk to yeah. is the best way to have find friends who are more than just yeah johnny's friends yeah yeah I think. yeah, yeah. It, people we, who you click with about other things yeah, yeah. my my main concern and the thing that i really want to stress is that none of us None of us are trying to patronize or undermine people's feelings or yes, responses yes. to fandom. The The thing that really concerned me was the language that people were using. We live in, we fortunately, unfortunately live in a society mm. where we are hashtag woke. We are the millennials. Um, we you know, things are hashtag problematic, things are hashtag hashtag. Um, And it's just really important to remember that someone might be reading your tweet 
And if you're throwing around terms that they might find triggering, that's very detrimental to them as people. And that's not fun. That's, that takes the fun out of their fandom experience. And if you found out that you did that, perhaps that would take the fun out of your fandom experience. Yeah. So it's easier with, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's, it's easier just to, to write a tweet and then take two steps back and go, hey, should I be using a mental illness term to describe something that perhaps affects millions of people and ruins their livelihoods and mm. equate that to a rumour about a boy band. Guys, if you ever feel like you're alone or you need, you need to leave this earth, you can reach out to people. Reach out. Please reach out. Please reach out. It's not worth it. It is really not worth it. Nothing is worth more than your mental health and nothing is worth more than you. That's kind of my piece, you know, that that's just be careful and, and just remember that you're the most important thing and so are your friends. I would actually like to ask Kim, uh, what was your general impression like of the, or what advice can you give as maybe someone who is not as affected with rumors? You know, you have your, your regular life to live on still. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have to keep going. But I agree, like, with Amanda, like, if you feel really affected, you should talk to someone about it mm-hmm. and not, like, these emotions in. Also, remember Maru's on Twitter, so he's And really Rio, and Rio. <laughs> Rio is and actually secretly provisioned. I think that's a good segue into the lighter yeah, side. Yeah, I think we should, we should move into the rumors that are actually fun. No, or funny, funny. <laughs> my, my favorite... The one that comes to mind immediately um, is not actually a rumor, but is just the photos of Yoko drunk in Staya <laughs> because it's just so hashtag relatable. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. It was like 2012. Yeah. And he's just like just wandering around and like you can like see it from like he was seen from the outside, I think. And like. He just, he's just doing that thing that you do when you're like, you know, you're walking home drunk and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go into style. That's a good idea. Yeah, I want this DVD. Like, I think it's just, it's great. The rumor that comes to mind when people talk about rumors, you have to remember I'm a Maru fan. So uh, there is a very famous romance flow chart of many years ago that still kicks around and basically, everyone in Johnny's was connected to Kitagawa Keiko oh, or, or someone. And, yeah, and, and Maru was attached to, to Hansan, <laughs> meaning he was all by himself and alone. Because Maru's rumors, I'm going to knock them down for our, uh, for our listeners. These are literally Maru's rumors or like stories about Maru that have been printed. Number one, he was in Rapongi McDonald's. <laughs> And he was eating fries by himself and he went to the counter and ordered more fries and people started to notice who he was. So he got uncomfortable and left and left his fries Aww, there to go cold. Come on, everyone. So there was that. Just let Maru have his fries. Yeah. yeah. 
let him have his fries. Um, there is the time that he was in Friday or might have been Friday or Flash, uh, and he was oh my god, guys, in a convenience buying things, and it may have been beer. Oh, oh I know oh that. Maybe I know that. I remember that. A man in his thirties buying alcohol. Uh, then there is the time that he was visiting his family in Kyoto, and he ended up going on a walk. And stopped and talked to a bunch of old people Aww. for three hours. So and every time he goes to Kyoto. So every time he goes. So this is a, a common theme. Maru going on his sampos, stopping and talking that to old people. That sounds so sweet. And then that them finding so out like, yeah, because yeah. this is Maru. But then, of course, uh, there is the rumor. What's well, not a rumor. His father, who is uh, not particularly the nicest mm -hmm. guy in the world, uh, he married a 22-year-old woman with mm -hmm. a child. And the rumor was that it was actually Maru who married mm -hmm. this woman and became the stepfather to her child. And his father was just covering it for him. Mm -hmm. So that that's basically all of Maru's rumors. We love you, Maru. Yeah. So all, all of Maru's rumors are kind of just... <laughs> Mad world plays in the background. Right. Yeah. What about you, Zach? What's your favorite rumor? I remember before I did this and I even changed my ringtone because of it. That Rio has like the sugar mommy since she was his, his junior days. And apparently he's um dating an American or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. that he has a special Doraemon Oh, I know. I remember her. that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's half American, half Japanese, and has a special Doraemon ringtone for her. Oh, the no, just the infamous thigh biting incident and the kicking out of yeah, the Yeah, elaborate, elaborate on Wait, that. It's I, so fun. I feel like I've actually, I feel like I've actually. Is that separate two separate, separate. Or was it the same? No, okay. no, isn't it the same? I feel like I feel like I may have conflated it in my head, but yeah, like I yeah, just me too. like he bites her and then he throws her out of the cab. Like yeah, yeah, that's what I thought so too. Like he bit then he oh, her out right. like, she rebuffed him. Uh -huh. My favorite rumor was actually I got this from Obasako before and it was so ridiculous when I first read it, it's been stuck in my head ever since. Apparently, Ryo and Ono of Arashi went drinking and they entered a soba shop or something or whatever. And at some point in the rumor, Ono says to Ryo, hey, soldier. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I just, it was just, what? Yeah, so Ono, ono called Ryo soldier or whatever. And um, yeah, that was just, what? what? It, it, it sounds, sounds like... like Hey, hey, okay. hey, soldier, you docked <laughs> for long in your Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Want to have a good time before you, you get back on the ship? <laughs> like, I think there are some gold, absolutely gold rumors out there. So now we've gotten all the serious stuff out of the way, let's move on to our regular segment, the Rolling Coaster Shuffle. This week, it's Ato Pop. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
Ata Pop was released June 8th, 2010 under Imperial Records. It was a B-side of their 18th single, Sanbyaku Rokujugo Nishikazoku, 365 Days of Family, Boring, PV, People Cry, etc. Uh, together with Train in the Rain and the famous Kugosha Niban Eiseki, a.k.a. the most awkward duet ever to be put to music. Nozomi! Hikari! Awkward pair. Awkward. Um, it was written by Yasuda Shota and arranged by Onishingo. And uh, it was a remake of Top Up, which was uh, Yasu's solo song from the album Patch Uppers. Feels? Thoughts? Ado Pop. My thoughts are get coined. Yasuda, get coined. Like, you are going to get royalties mm. from two songs for a very long time. Yeah. Good. That are the same song. Get coined. Yeah. Yeah. Get money. I think it's fun. It is. It is. It's a fun yeah. song. I was watching their performance w- with it because it doesn't have a PV, PV, but I was watching the performance and they're having fun doing the song, especially yeah. when they go to the Yosh part where Leo just like does the motion with his hands, like doing yeah. like, yeah, yeah. So- something sexual thing, but then, yeah. It's a really good song to sing along to, and it's a really good karaoke it is, it song is. as well. Mm. It is, it is. The message is really good also. It's like moving mm-hmm. yeah. forward and so on. Yeah. I like it better than Top Up, actually. <laughs> Sorry, Yasu. But I mean, it, it yeah, just me sounds too. more fun yeah, than actually, Top Up. And I think they made it yeah, um, be yeah. more fun than Top Up. When Yasu performed Top Up and Patch Uppers, some of them also came out. Yeah, I think they all did, actually, if I remember correctly. I think that's what happened. That's why they made a top up because top up was so fun. Everyone wanted part of it, and then they recorded a eight over. My favorite part of the song is they all spell a top up. E I G. Shall we announce? Wow. We, we really didn't have, have a lot to say about. Well, I'm 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 stressed about our time yeah, now. Yeah, that, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. turndown woman has come. <laughs> Uh, I think I think just you know, Edo Pop is is it is what it is. We we seem to be getting a few songs that are a bit uh, as they yeah. are on the tin, yeah. for lack of a better term. You know, they're very they're very Kanjani. They're a good yeah, entry yeah, level yeah. song. So like My Mookie and Edo Pop, they're really yeah. good. You know, uh, entry level songs for for fans as well. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's you know you always dance to it. You you can't turn top uh, eight. Ada pop mm. off when it comes yeah. on. Yeah. Because we are obviously in Tokyo and our music is attached to our computer. Zach is in front of the computer, but there was so much technical stuff that we didn't want to stress her out even more. Um, but we pre-did the rolling coaster shuffle and can we have a drum roll, please? <laughs> it's There is yeah. going to be a lot to say about Zoe because the the funny thing is we were actually talking about it and then there's that video tweet that's been going around recently that I think we all retweeted about. Uh, yeah, which, yeah, which so, brings me to our shout out for this um, podcast. Shout out to at Mawaro Kisetsu for all those hilarious um 
video compilations <laughs> of Kanjani 8. Of Kanjani 8. Yeah, of Kanjani 8 as Vine videos and also of that video um of like when you hear Zoe for the first time. And that video of when hmm. me uh what was that? Me when trying to introduce Kanjani to my friends. <laughs> Video with oh, Peppa Pig. That was so funny. Me. Yeah. So hi, it's hi, Atmawakisetsu. It is a girl, We love right? your videos. We love you. Keep doing them, please. Yes. Yeah. Please continue. We need. We need more please of continue. that. Um, funny I... stuff in fandom. Yeah. 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 This is what we need yeah. in, in fandom. Yeah. We need more comedy. We need. Yep. We need more hilarity. Yes. As it were. So thank you <laughs> for providing that. I. I'm still getting over the heart yeah. attack when the, oh, you made me almost drop my croissant <laughs> vine was used in relation to Kanjani 8. It's literally my favorite vine ever. Right, right, right. So, yes, thank you. Indeed. You're a gift. All right, so it's time to wrap up. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Please make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Jam Ladies. That's a capital J and a capital L. And also on Instagram at jam.ladies. You can find us on all podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you could give us five stars on iTunes, that would be fantastic. So we can keep producing this high-quality content where I will not always be sounding this sexy this is not a phone are you sure that you've been are you sure amanda to. yeah <laughs> anyway thank you as always for the retweets happy birthday the amanda and all the positive feedback happy, happy birthday, birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, i'm lucky i'm lucky to be with the people that i love even if it is by skype so thanks yeah. guys and yeah. oh. thanks to my best friend liz who will also be listening to this all right, until next time, we have been the Jam Ladies. Bye. 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 Bye.